Welcome, folks, to another episode of This Week's Picks, the podcast for all your streaming gems out there. I'm Ryan with my buddy Jason. We're the guides to the best shows, movies, TV, music, and cocktails. Join us as we navigate the streaming jungle, uncover those hidden gems for you, and recommend must-watch entertainment. Plus, every now and then we'll give you a cocktail recipe, some music picks, and occasionally a good book to check out and read. Get ready for the laughs, the drama, the suspense as we dive into a world of endless possibilities. We're this week's picks, your ultimate podcast for streaming and entertainment delights. What's going on, Jason? How are you today? Doing great. Excited to talk about uh, some entertainment. Yeah, man. All right. So, you know, the theme that seems to be going well, we're uh, starting the theme today of all things sitcoms. So it'll be just TV shows we like over the years that are most likely streaming somewhere for you to binge watch every possible season out there. If you haven't checked out some of these, uh, interested what Jason's got. We're going to have some fun this week. Uh, I know Jason's got some good picks. Uh, going off the movies thing for him, so then we're not a lot of cinephile stuff this week, but uh, I'm sure it'll be a weird a weird sitcom you get out there. We don't don't worry, I, I got you covered on TV too. <laughs> okay, good deal, man, good deal. All right, well, I think you went first last week, so I'll lead us off this week. Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. I think it was kind of a slept-on TV program. Uh, I think it kind of got more of a following when it streamed. Um, but, man, I love the show Community. Uh I think I think you know. I think you watched it about as much as I did. Uh, we've talked about it before. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, if you don't know it, it's basically it's a group of friends meet at a, uh, at a community college. It follows them around throughout the semesters and their antics, and you know it's it's overly comedic. Uh, it's got great Danny Pudi is in it. Uh, Donald Glover, Joel McHale, uh, Allison Brie. Great cast. Uh, the the dean. I can't think of the guy. Chevy Chase. Chevy like, Chase is in it. Yeah. yeah. Jim Rash yeah. is the dean. Jim Rash. Yeah. Jim Rash is absolutely hilarious. Uh, I mean, but I think it does show one thing I really liked about it is the character progression over the seasons. Like you watch these storylines, and there's tons of callbacks. Oh and yeah. And what I think I think they did a really really great job of it. Not all shows do. There's all these callbacks, like season one and season four is a season one callback and stuff like that. But I mean, but oh, I so. mean, I think it's it's one of the arguably one of the most well written sitcoms that exist. Right. Um, it you know Dan Harmon's this big story writer nerd, and <laughs> uh, he uh, he uh, I forget what he talks about. You know, he's the same guy behind Rick and Morty and some other stuff. And he talks a lot about like the story circle. And so every episode follows the same kind of story structure where mm-hmm. there's like a setup. People need something. They are uncomfortable, put in an uncomfortable situation. To get it. They get it. Mixed results. And mm-hmm. every episode starts and ends like that. But then every season also kind of follows it. And then yeah. the whole show also follows it. So it's like every episode's contained, but every season's contained, but the whole series as a whole is following a thread. So you don't get like some, you know, crap, like family matters where, you know, things <laughs> just, I, I, I don't mean, I didn't mean like that. I just grabbed a sitcom out of my head. Yeah. You know, where the characters full house or fa- yeah, something, never something. really progress or they kind of, yeah. you know, it's just so formulaic where in this one. And the other thing too, about it is it's kind of dark. Like you get to the, not to spoil too much, but you get to the later seasons and it's like, Oh, have we learned lessons and improved? And it's like, uh, kind of like, yeah, no, sort of. It's like, yeah. it's that kind of classic question of like the Sopranos, right? Of can you change, <laughs> you know, can yeah. you improve? Can you become a different person? And, yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, kind of has to go answers. up. 
some people go down, I think is how it kind of went. But yeah. Um, yeah, they, I mean, that's true. Yeah, right. Some people escape and get out. and Some people, you know, fall into their same old traps over and over again. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think it's great. I know there's that one season where Dan Harmon was kind of off the show because of Chevy <laughs> Chase's antics. Um, they call it the gas leak year. Yeah. <laughs> is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. referred to. They even make reference to it when Dan Harmon comes back. They, they reference it as like the gas leak. That's right. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I guess I didn't catch that as being a reference to that. But yeah, of course, you know, Chevy Chase is known to be kind of the asshole to work with. But uh, not, I, and, and I will say this. It kind of falls off when certain characters start leaving the show uh, after so many seasons. But uh, it does. They do a good job. They do a good job of wrapping it up. Uh, Ken John is in it, and he's absolutely fantastic as a Spanish teacher. Well, it got uh, canceled then, so many times. And even yeah. at the end, it got brought back by Yahoo Streaming. Like, just that's true. yeah. I mean, it's last season. I mean, it's yeah. It's that was rough. I mean, but you know, once you broke up Troy and Abed, it was kind of hard for me. But I don't know. All in all, it's great. There's so many classic episodes I love so much. Um, I mean, the Modern Warfare in season one is one of my favorite all time episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Valentine's Day season one is fantastic. It has one of my favorite episodes in it. I mean, yeah. season three it has some great ones. I mean, they all. I mean, all the paintball do. episodes oh, are yeah. incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, which the first one's, I think, it, is the first one or the second one's directed by the, is it the Ru- Rudy Brothers? Um, am I getting this mixed up? Um, the, or is it the second one? You know what I'm talking about? Don't quote me on that one. The second one's a two-parter, right? It starts off like yeah. Wild West, it ends up in Star Wars. <laughs> The, yeah, the Russo. So the oh, Russo brothers. Okay, yeah. The Western one where they do the paintball episode, but it's like a, uh-huh. a Western parody, and then it morphs in. Uh, the Russo directed that. Really? You know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's probably that was so good. Um, so some top tier action and a sitcom comedy. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. To get the guy do doing like in game directing your sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, and you got uh, like you know, there's the supporting cast, like all the guys like Starburns that wanders around, and you know, like Pop Pop, you know, Magnitude. There's so many supporting like outside characters. It's just it's a fully fleshed out show, and that's why I like it so much. But uh, if you haven't seen it, I think all six seasons are on Hulu uh, right now. So check it out. Uh, let it develop, let it grow, let you fall in love with the characters and and the group as they're called. Um, and I think you'll like it. Um, but, uh, I think you'll know by a few episodes in too if it's for you or not. You know. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I, some people won't like it. For me, it's my favorite, probably one of my favorite comedy shows of all time. Yeah. Um, I've heard it on a lot. I've seen it all the way through. I've lost count. Um, yeah. Yeah. So many amazing episodes. Pillow Fort. I think, Pillow Fort was a great episode too. I feel like we could just spend the whole podcast talking about that. Pillow yeah, Fort's I, great. The. Yeah. Uh, all the paintball episodes, like we said, I love the Dungeons and Dragons episodes. Yes, I forgot about that one. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. you know the digital estate planning where their cartoon character, their video game characters. Yeah, the Christmas uh, episodes are great. The Halloween episodes are great. Yeah, as we roll into spooky season, as it's we're recording this on October first, of the beginning of spooky season. So great show. Yeah, um, it great was. Show. I'll have to amend my list. That was going to be my finale. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> it's good. Um, definitely right, my well, favorite of all time. Good pick. Glad we talked about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We went off on that one. You can tell how much we liked, but how much we talked about it. <laughs> I want. I'm having to stop myself. Like I just want right, to keep yeah. talk yeah. about Keith David, and you can check our Patreon out. We'll discuss the community more in depth on our Patreon episode. There you go. We'll do it that way. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's roll on, Jason. What's your next? Okay, pick? What's your um, first pick of the day. I'm going to go with one that I'm pretty positive I referenced this in another week back before we were doing themes, but I just want to bring it up again, mm-hmm. is um, 2009's Better Off Ted. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was an ABC show that got like two, I don't even know if it got full two seasons. It got one and a half seasons, maybe. Um, it was about like uh, these guys working at an immoral, like big corporation doing like science products. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so you're following this these scientists and these product testers, and uh, around this corporation is the your company builds, you know, evil things sometimes. <laughs> evil know? things sometimes. Yeah. Does this kill people? Does everything we make kill people? Like, yeah. Um, Are we good? Are we bad? Are we the bad guys? Yeah. You turn me just, out of this show. You turn me yeah. out of this show. It doesn't have a lot of of names that like are quite as big you know it had a Portia de Rossi in it Jay Harrington mm-hmm. um but it's just so well written it's hilarious it's different it's not like it's a sitcom that's not based off of you know a traditional family in a home it's like this work family right and you kind of get a little bit of what glimpses into their personal lives but it's mostly centered around work and I guess that's I guess we could talk about a ton of like 90s comedies that were workplace comedies right but yeah um I don't know. It's just it was the first time where it kind of mixed the that with the with like an evil company, like but yeah. good people working yeah, for an evil yeah. company. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, we all we all had that job. We're like, I work with this company. Is we're not made out the best, but we're we're okay. We're good people inside the company. Yeah, we're good people. We're trying. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it kind of taps in all that corporate the way corporations try to eke out more out of their employees, the way. You know, employees kind of secretly try to resist by like stealing coffee creamers, or <laughs> right, right, justifying things, and then uh, uh, just, it was a great, uh, it's a great uh, on-screen relationship between Portia Rossi and the main. What was the main actor's name? Um, the played Ted. Um, Ted. Yeah. What was it? Oh, yeah, Ted. What was, uh, oh yeah. Right. I thought maybe, like, oh, the actor, the actor name Jay yeah. Harrington. Jay Harrington. I think they had really good chemistry on, on set. Oh, amazing, yeah. I think they, had, I yeah. think they had great back and forth. Great. Another great written show. I think it was ahead of its time. Oh, I think so, too. I think, it, I think the know, it's one of those shows that got bad time slot, bad, bad yeah. promotion. Mm-hmm. It, it should have gone another maybe three, four seasons fully. Mm-hmm. Um, There's two scientists, Lim and, Tet, uh, yeah. Lim and Phil. Yes. Great chemistry. Great hilarious um, the kind of will they won't they romantic with ted and linda mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. um just I patricia's great yeah you turned me on to that show and i was absolutely thankful for that one even though we got it's a short yeah you know, it gets cut off but you still can enjoy it yeah you still go back and watch it that's probably and, hidden uh, that's a hidden gem for sure but i love people haven't checked out exactly it just you know it flew under the radar it was just on tv for a couple of years it mm-hmm. never it didn't really go into syndication it didn't really get a great streaming run. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I love it. I revisit it every so often. It's a fun one to put on. You know, well, you burn through it pretty quickly, but yeah, it's a great experience. Oh, and we didn't even mention the, uh, the fake commercials. So like that's right. where the commercial breaks the company, normally yeah. have, you yeah. bookend them with these like fake Viridian 
corporations, <laughs> uh, yeah. the reading corporation commercials, mm. and <laughs> they just nail it with all this stock photos and just like a parody of big corporations. Yeah, parody of everything we saw basically, yeah, for everyone you see these days. Um, so, yeah, that is, that is true. That was another great little insert of that one. Again, ahead of its time, ahead of its time. Uh, better off Ted. Great name, too. Oh, yeah. I think the name threw people, too, because they didn't know what to expect from it, you know? But Yeah. But anyway. Cool. What's else? next? Uh, let's see. All right, I'm going to go with my one of my all-time favorites. It's an all-time favorite because I think I kind of grew up with this show at the right time, right place. You know, pre-streaming, I owned I owned majority of the seasons of DVD, still do. Um, I'm going with How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> so That was my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell our friends, folks? Can you tell we watch the same shows together a lot? Oh, uh, well, damn it. Okay, I'll. I'll I had it pulled up on my screen. Now we're oh, good. Shit. Let's let's okay. chat about it. Okay, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, so anyway, yeah, great cast. It's it's based off, of course, the Friends build of a sitcom, right? You've got the friend group, yada yada yada. Um, I don't know how they survived that many nights in a bar, always drinking, and we're still functional. Um, but so that's how you know it's not real. But I mean, Ted, Ted is Ross. And he's the worst. Throw it out there. You, you know, I got tired of Ted after nine seasons. But uh, oh god, yeah. But it's it's supposed to be based around Ted, but I can give two shits about Ted. Well, that's uh, the weird thing about it, right? The first time I saw it, it's like the show hooked me. I was like, "This is great." I was like, "I hate this Ted guy. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him." And then, like the next, the second, third, fourth—I don't know how many times I've seen the show. A lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. You start to like almost kind of like his friends around him where you're just like, Oh, Ted, you feel bad. Oh, for him. Yeah. That's Ted. Oh, Ted. stupid Ted. Oh yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. Uh, doing the Ted thing. All right. Way the... to Ted it up. Yeah. Now he has some great redeeming moments throughout his character arc, but, uh, yeah, you know, um, but man, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, cause you go through like a lot of relationships, you know, you, you've got the engaged married couple eventually, uh, you've got Barney, who's the wild card in the in the group, uh, almost like kind of like the Charlie Day, if you will, or you know, <laughs> Joey to a point with more, uh, you know, a little brighter. Um, there's a whole. I mean, they, and this another show does a great deal about callbacks. Like they'll go back, and you know, and it's it's like, oh wow, they pulled that from season two, you know. So I really love that about the show. Again, I think it's well written. There are some one-off bad episodes, of course. Every oh, show yeah. has that. And there's even a weird kind of one of the seasons I don't tend to love a lot to the second half of it but which I don't know. what season three or three or five mm. that i don't care a lot about well and it and it's heralded as one of the worst like sitcom wrap-ups ever but yeah i was gonna bring that up too if it comes to me if you do watch this and you get to the finale there's a youtube edit of the finale made by fans go watch that instead yeah as, so. i mean that's a sad thing to say that yeah one of one of my most beloved shows has like a fan edit that saves the ending, but yep. yeah, um, yeah. I, like you said, it's so well written that mm-hmm. it, even though it follows so many familiar like sitcom tropes, right. as like a wannabe friends at times, mm-hmm. it they take it in absurd ways that with such great writing that you have these bottle cap episodes that are amazing and the callbacks, like you said, and just yeah. it's clever, right? There's interesting oh. episodes that are different that are unique that are sometimes they parody something sometimes they throw something crazy at you that you never would have expected but 
it also makes sense. Like, wait, <laughs> right. Robin is a Canadian pop star? Like that when they start pulling that stuff out, yeah, and they kept finding more music videos of her. That is so good. So good. She has her Alanis Morissette moment with PS I Love You. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Which, you know, that's my favorite episodes, you know, like the naked man is one that's just so yeah. freaking funny. Like it's so funny. Well, and that's what I was gonna say too, is the over the course of what it have nine seasons, I think. Yes. Um over the course of nine seasons, it a lot of episodes were kind of centered around something. Yep. Like it's like the slap bed episode or the oh, naked yeah. man or do you pick a girl or your suits? Now the um, girls versus suits so good the old musical number. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? You got these big musical numbers with dancing and singing and mm-hmm. um just these weird edits at times or the way they play <laughs> with time and structure. Yeah. It's just it was an old thing you just didn't see in sitcoms, you know, that I recall. One thing I like to be called back with always uh, throughout the entire nine seasons, they had to find they find all the doppelgangers of everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's a great one that you just slowly see develop over time. Um and Blitz well, that... Giving is one of my favorite holiday episodes. Oh yeah. I think it's a great oh Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is always overlooked in TV shows, but it's a great one. But um, I love the one I forget what it's called, but the one where they're in their house and it's playing out the story from location. So it's not the first time this has happened, right? Like other shows and movies have played with this, but it's retelling the story like four different times from the location from like, so here's oh, what happened right. in the living room. Here's yeah, what happened what... in the kitchen. Here's what happened in the basement. And yeah, it's showing it's... you the same timeline. Like yeah. that same five minutes from four different locations and how they interact and tie the, together. Uh, so I think that was just called like the beekeeper or something like that, the bee suit. Like, cause it happened, cause it always ends with the bee suit running through the house on fire or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, it was like Marshall and Luke at that house and they're trying to throw like a, a, a party oh, or whatever. Yeah. Well, a welcome party for their new yeah. home. Yeah. That's, yeah. And all this shit goes sour. Yeah. It's like all the same five minutes told from multiple different perspectives. It was really, a well done, a fun episode, and that's just kind of the clever shit that made the show. Like, I understand some people won't like it because it is kind of that hokey sitcom. Yeah, you, know, you got fresh college grads living in an amazing New York loft for no money, <laughs> yeah. um, drinking every night yeah. at a bar, like, um, kind of silly stuff. But I think the thing I love most about it, beyond just the great writing, you know, um, you've got uh, the hilariousness from jason seagal and allison hannigan um and neil patrick harris just delivers every episode 100 oh, he i think i feel like he i, mean, I thought about this when i was writing this up for this test like, i felt like he took his role from harold and kumar and made barney stinson you know mm. he's because he kind of showed back up randomly in that movie is this wild whatever guy i was like i wonder he just took that over the top and of course he has the playbook and you know it's yeah, it's just I mean, just all the funny, all the funny stuff he does. That character throughout the entire rise and fall, and oh, so good, so good. It's, and I, I gotta say this: it's it's easy. Another one of those shows, just like the ones that we already mentioned, it's easy to digest. It's fun. You can watch a couple episodes, turn it off, not feel like you're you know lost. There's nothing you have to really pay heavy, heavy attention to, you know. Um, but yeah, and like I gotta say the finale. Watch the fan edit. <laughs> well, I think the last thing I was kind of working towards with the the episodes is over nine seasons with the way they wrote it. Um, it's a little bit like Seinfeld, where each episode is kind of centered around something, yeah. and because of that, there's like a, a 
a, a how I met your moment for almost everything in life where I'm going through life and Natalie says mm-hmm. something that's like, oh yeah, how I met your mother covered that. Or that's like this episode <laughs> yeah. of how I met your mother. Or, oh yeah. yeah. There's Bernie has a rule for that. Right. <laughs> it's always yeah. had like a rule for everything. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. Always. Always. So it's just new is always better. Oh, so you want the new one year old grape scotch. I mean, yeah. Cause new is always better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, the episode we're talking about is the burning beekeeper. That was the one I found. <laughs> seven, season seven, episode fifteen. Yeah, they're talking housewarming party. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the naked man, like you said, like I just <laughs> yeah, we could just go on and on. Slap bet. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's it's 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 good all the way through, all the way through. Absolutely one of the best, one of the favorites. Um, and there's like you know the occasional um, cameos from people. Show up in episodes, make one-offs. Of course, you have all like the the girlfriends of Ted and and stuff that flow through, and Barney that flow through this season. So you get to try and attach to people, you know. Um, but yeah, great show. Uh, we won't harp it much longer. We'll move on. But uh, absolutely check it out, y'all. Absolutely check it out. Uh, all I think right. It's all on Hulu streaming all the seasons right now. Is so it? I think so. It's somewhere. Uh, so, yep. Yeah, all seasons on Hulu. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Get, All right. Uh, next. So we're hold on. I got a how much mothers out communities out. Um, I got another kind of under the radar one here that okay. I just absolutely adore is a uh, party down. Okay. Right. So it came out in like 2009 on stars. So that's probably a big reason. A lot of people just missed it. Who has a Stars subscription? Um, <laughs> and it only got two seasons to start. And then I believe it recently just came back for a third season. Um, I don't know if I've seen the third season yet. So I'm mostly just talking mm. about the first two here. Um, but it is about a group of actors and people who are working for like a catering company in LA. And each episode is them at a catering job. And that's the whole premise of the show. A bunch of wannabe actors or writers or you know people trying to make it. But they got to make ends meet catering. And every episode is just them going to a catering job and their personal lives interacting with it. But it all takes place at that job, right? There's no like offsite. You never go home with them. You never, they never huh. go to the bar after the whole episodes, you know, that gig. And uh, it's got. Cool. I, I haven't watched it. I, I've never, I, I know of it. I have never seen it though. Hmm. So it's, you know, it's 30, uh, I think they're about 30 minutes long. Uh, it's you know kind of R-rated being on stars, yeah. But uh, it stars the main guy is Adam Scott, and right, uh, there. yeah. And then you got Ken Marino as the boss, hilarious. Ryan Hansen, Martin Shar from Silicon Valley, um, Lizzie Kaplan is the love interest. Um, love she's amazing. Her. Jane Jane Lynch is in the first season, and then just makes a couple appearances after, and then. Um, Jennifer Garner's in quite a few episodes. Uh, Kristen Bell's in a couple episodes. She runs the competing for professional catering company. Oh, really? <laughs> so nice. Um, I don't know. I so that that's it. That's the show. It's just these that at these gigs, and it's yeah. just well written. It's hilarious. Okay. Adam Scott is this kind of like he plays this former actor who had one big break on commercial. Like kind of that, like what's up kind of guy, yeah. And he never got cast in anything after that. 
And so now everyone just sees him as like, oh, do the line, do the line. It's like, are we having fun yet? (laughs) And he's just, you can tell it just kills his soul every time he has to say it. (laughs) And he's on the verge of just giving up. I don't want to act ever again. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's up. Shows probably a, 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 you know, it's probably how it is out there, right? Yeah, all these actors find second off jobs, and that's you know, hits home. So that's it's yeah. really fun to see that side of it. And it's kind of cool. Like they, I didn't realize they just they only fall under the gigs they have, don't fall them home or anything like that. So that's a lot of fun. And I think that's one of the things that makes it so great, right? You're not you're not following them to their auditions and everything else. It's just you're getting everything through. T- like, oh, I, I didn't get my audition, or I got AI here to get my audition, but everything's taking place there yeah um so yeah it's a lot of fun um cool tyler recommended i'll check that out because yeah i haven't watched it i need to it's always been on i was like i've always heard that's good i've always heard that's good so really enjoyable it's on i think it's only on stars but well we have stars if you know maybe just rent it for a month yeah cool 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 what's next for you all right, next, um, I've got another old casual favorite. Been around a long time. It's completely finished. Um, another one of those, they tried to bring it back for a season and they shouldn't have. But uh, I've got Scrubs as my next one. Okay, sure. I hope I'm not stealing. <laughs> I'm stealing well, next week. I mean, I've got like a backup yeah. 40 list. Okay. So we're All right. good. <laughs> All right. It's, it's on there, but. <laughs> right, well. I mean, you know, we always enjoy the same stuff, but uh, but no, yeah. So Scrubs, uh, uh, you don't know it, which you probably should, but uh, it follows around JD, who's played by uh, Zach Braff, and it's another one of those great shows. I think it's it's so well done. It lasts so many years, right? Because it's so well written, so well done. The cast and supporting cast, all amazing. Um, JD and Turk, that friendship. I mean, it's just the everything. best bromance of, t- of television history. I mean, we just saw them on a commercial the other day together, advertising something together. And, you know, so it's just, yeah, the best bromance of all times. And Dr. Cox, and I just, that's, he's fantastic. You know, he's an asshole. He's, he's just great. Um, you know, I, I love, um, oh, I'm losing her name. Hold on. Look at Sarah Chalk? Yes. I love Sarah Chalk. Love her a lot. Um, she was fantastic. Her character progression throughout the seasons it's incredible absolutely amazing absolutely great character art jd always kind of stays a lovable loser turk's always the you know great guy whatever um but sarah chalk her character development arc is fan freaking tastic and I, I think her the them taking care of her character that the show is absolutely one of the best things they've ever done so. i would say the same for dr cox too like the yeah. slow yeah. progression of him over the series yeah is incredible yeah, that's true too. He does he does make some leaps and changes, and of course you got you got Doctor Kelso, who's the chief of medicine, and and Ted is his attorney, which is funny that three shows up to have a Ted in it now. Um, <laughs> but the attorney, the attorney Ted, and there's great cameos, great season appearances. The fucking janitor. Oh so, yeah, Neil Flynn never is hilarious. Name. You never learn his name, right? It's always Jan- the janitor. <laughs> like I think throughout the entire show, but uh, yeah, it's. It's their the relationship between JD and the janitor always being after each other, or the janitor's always after him. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, Which, you know, he was supposed to just be in the pilot, like he was supposed really? to be a, a nothing character, and they he became one of the you know top oh. six build cast in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, man, that's funny. I did not know that, that he was not spinning that um, for the all for that whole time. Oh, and then freaking. I mean, so I guess I was so I just wanted supporting characters when I talk about the main characters because Todd was hilarious. The high fives. Um, you know, I mean, got everybody. Nurse Roberts. Um, they even did the whole. There's a minor character progression story arc with Doug. Being like, you know, Doug's a good a doctor, but he's not good at it. He ends up finding his place working in the morgue because he can figure out what killed somebody because he made every accident to kill somebody when he's at, yeah. you know, he's up front. So, I don't know. Um, a lot of good rotating folks coming in and out again. Like, I think Elizabeth Banks makes an appearance, you know, for a couple of season or oh, two. Oh, she's in like, I think, 16 episodes or something like that. So is she? Yeah, she's up there a bit. John Ritter's in it. You know, and they make an episode about after he passed in real life, you know. Um, but, uh, I mean, just a great game with Ryan Reynolds even shows up in this show at one point. Um, and then, of course, you get the whole deal where they go into JD's head every now and oh. then. So that just makes it fun. Like, he goes in Imagination Land, and it's absolute stu- it's the stupidity of that show. That's that part of it makes you go, this is, re- this is awesome. Like, it's just- that... It's that great blend of like silly and seriousness, yeah. Right, that right. they tackle such deep, interesting issues while simultaneously like playing, you know, a stuffed dog prank running <laughs> joke. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's always like you know, again, I think you kind of like you talked about with the community kind of has that circular. Thing where seasons encapsulated, but the uh, the, sh- the episodes encapsulated, but the seasons encapsulated, and everything has an art to it. They did a really good job. It's a complete show, I guess is the worst way to worst way to put it. It's a complete show. They did bring yeah. it back from one season after they shouldn't have after they've been gone for a while, a couple of years. Yeah, but we yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that one. Yeah. But you know, it's from Bill Lawrence, and he's done a lot of great stuff. You know, writing yeah. and producing. You know, yeah. I think he's behind Spin City and the Ted Lasso. And, um, a lot of other stuff here and there. Yeah. All good so. shit. All good stuff. All right. Let's roll on. What's your next one you got for us? So I got one more to talk about seriously. And then I have a giant list of just where did we cut out? Where, you know, you're probably thinking, what about X, Y? Yeah. Clearly we cut out no animated stuff today. Yeah. Um, and from there it was really hard because you got like your HBO sitcoms or your, mm-hmm. you know, uh, those style like Veep, which I absolutely love. Uh, righteous gemstones, curb right. your enthusiasm. It's like, oh, we we can have part two to this, ain't no doubt. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's yeah. You got some more like weird, quirky ones, like what we do in the shadows is really good mm-hmm. if you like that dry humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's hard for me not to bring up like Arrested Development because yep. when it you know back when we had the DVDs and we we're watching those almost every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was such a pivotal show for me. It was so amazing, so well written. Somehow it didn't. It hasn't stood the test of time for me. We're all put on like Ted Lasso every year or How I Met Your Mother every year. Mm-hmm. I, I I never revisit uh, Arrested Development anymore. It's still good. It's still amazingly written. It's still hilarious. I just I never think like ah, I'll put on Arrested Development. So I I don't know what that is. I mean clearly them trying to bring it back with the new Netflix seasons you know didn't help. But I don't know. I think it's a little more highbrow humor, so you kind of have to follow along a little, yeah, a little yeah. more than you would in some of the other more, you know, lo- let's say like written for a lower comprehension level. Um, it's not as easy to digest show. It's a yeah, it's an evolved sitcom. 
And then you got all your staples, right? Like The Office, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock. Uh, you know, the, those were good. I loved them when they came out. I've seen them all. Um, I don't know. They just, they're not rewatchables for me. I, they kind of fall off towards the end or, well, Office did. 30 Rocks stays pretty solid, but I, I don't know. I just, I love parts of it. I love it, but I just, I don't think I would put it on 30 Rock in the background very often. <laughs> Um, right, right. Then New Girl, same thing. Yeah. Like hilarious, um, enjoyable. Um, what else am I missing? You know, there's a rather controversial Big Bang Theory, which is really popular, and yeah. I've seen all the way through once or twice. But okay, that's one of those shows that it's heralded as written for nerds when it's really written like the jokes are about nerds like yeah. look we got guys doing yeah. nerdy things in a and below that little thin veil of nerddom is nothing it's like the same as every other sitcom ever yeah it's the same tropes and all that stuff right yeah yeah so but they do a decent job writing the characters and yeah i think they did a good job good enough i enjoy um, big bang theory pretty well and i enjoy new girl as well I, I i will say i put new girl on in the background a lot i've rewatched it a, a few times because i just I like the characters, you know. But. Oh, great characters, right? Like mm-hmm. Schmidt, and Jess. You just you care about them, and that's that's kind of what makes a great show, right? Is you have to care about your characters. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to kind of a uh, marital shows. Been watching a lot of Rules of Engagement lately. Oh yeah, which just love. Um, why Patrick Wall? Patrick Walburton. Yeah, Walburton. Love him. Love I He's just great. You know, it's that classic. You got this old married couple and friends with the newlyweds or yep. engaged couple. And, you know, how many, so many shows have been written about that. But I just love it when it's done well. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that one's done well. Of course, it, it follows the same tropes. They've got the wild friend, David Spade, who's like the Barney Stinson of that show, right? But yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like, it's just kind of average. There's nothing that new or interesting about it. Whereas how I met your mother, I feel like takes and elevates it. Yeah. But you know, still, I, I still enjoy rules of engagement. Um, same with like till death with Brad Garrett, exact same concept, hmm. but hilarious, you know, old, you know, married couple moves in next to newlyweds and you know, the, you have the oil and water kind of thing. <laughs> uh, oh, you'll, you'll learn. You'll, you'll learn. get, you'll learn. That's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, man, I I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking. Then I was thinking back to the uh, comedies, kind of when I was young, like back when we mm-hmm. had think uh, TGIF. Oh yeah, and yeah. you know you had Full House and Boy Meets World and Family Matters and was it Home Improvement? <laughs> step by step and all that. Oh, just well, those staples. I'm so I'm rewatching Home Improvement right now. It's oh just yeah, fun. I think yeah. Just, I just it, does it still hold up for you? I think it's still funny, but now instead of watching it, like when I was a kid, I watched it from the kid's perspective. Now I'm watching yeah. it from like Tim's perspective. So I'm like, okay, this is a lot more fun. Like the marriage, the marriage side of it, right? I'm watching it from Jill and Tim, like family, jobs, all that. Like, oh, this is absolutely, like, yeah. So I think the Halloween episodes between that show, Simpsons and Roseanne, have some of the best Halloween episodes, you know. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I think it's it's fun. It still holds up. The comedy's still funny. Um, you know, uh, so you you just have a different view on the show as old. Oh yeah, older, being older. That's so. true of a lot of those, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, there's the classics like Cheers and Golden Girls. Right. Um, right. You got some of those like weird 90s ones like Spin City and Just Shoot Me. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Uh, were kind of like we talked about earlier, moving into those workplace comedies. Um, a lot of 90s shows did those. Spin City yeah. and all that stuff. They did that a lot, I guess, because I don't know. It's just one of those things to kind of hit that trope. But they and, done well uh, Yeah, so kind of, I mean, that's the thing, right? We could just, I could dive into these for like the oh, rest yeah. of the afternoon. There's so yeah. many caveats yeah. and yeah. Uh, branches you could take down, 90s. <laughs> I mean, we probably could have just done it by decade or we could. By I mean, workplace, maybe we'll go back and do that. We'll go back workplace and do that. Workplace sitcoms. And yeah. 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 Don't worry. Maybe more more sub, sub themes to come. Sub um, themes, you know, animated stuff to come. Like, you know, yeah, that'd be all right. For for now though, I'm I'm kind of debating. I guess we'll just talk about both of them. I have kind of two competing ones for me. Is um very very different shows with uh Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, absolutely love. Um, the longest running live action um sitcom. Is on, it really now? Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, no other. I think they're in their like 16th season or something. No. Awesome. No other show, other non-animated show, has gone that long. Um, and, uh, you know, part of it's because the actors are the writers and the producers. So <laughs> yeah. there's nobody to, they can Can't just do what yourself. they yeah. want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Which helps them keep going at it, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just an insane show. Like, there aren't many, there aren't many sitcoms on the list where you're meant to hate the characters. All of them. Like with almost no redeeming values between yeah, any of them. I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess at some point you do hate you hate you hate and love everybody. But it's like you're rooting for them and you that's... want them to succeed and you kinda care about them, but they're such awful people. And even when they have growth, it it's used for more evil <laughs> yeah right like i think I, 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 they have a new power like oh if i act like this people do things for me like yeah yeah uh, but uh, you know at the same time it 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 never like endorses them right and yeah. it it uses that to tackle like a lot of interesting issues and things and um it's just a, another incredibly well-written show different than a lot of the other stuff we've talked about um that's a lot of fun. Love it. Yeah. And um, yeah, what else you got for us? Oh, I'm gonna go with one of those you mentioned. This is an all-time favorite show, and it comes from me watching it. You know, with my parents when it was on back in the day. Of course, it's probably already in syndication. When we were watching it, but uh, I'm gonna go, man. I, I'm going with Cheers. I'm All right, re-watching, I'm rewatching it right now. I'm about five seasons through uh, watching it for the first time, probably in chronological order. But uh, years ago, I came across an article about this show and uh, is rating it as one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Mm-hmm. Because it said it was the last TV show written by people that read more books than watch TV. Mm. So they, they, they created a whole new, like the whole deal. Uh, and you can tell by how well scripted it is. The characters are just solid and the best. And I, was, I of course, had big facts about it all throughout that article. And one of the facts is they never leave the bar in season one. Mm. They just, they're always, they're there. They're just in the bar all season one. So everything happens there. And of course, you know, and then the characters develop over all the seasons. Um, you know, you got Norm, who, you know, he starts out 
like Coke will say normally walks in by the end by the you know season five everybody's yelling Norman as he walks in and he's always got a great one-liner when they offer him a beer beer hey Norman want a beer I mean, can't get you a beer Norm. you know whatever he always has a one-liner about is that the cold thing comes in the mug yeah I'll try it you know whatever so he always has a great one-liner about that <laughs> Cliff Clavin is the fake Wikipedia of that show. They always say, well, <laughs> you know, and you know, he always has some weird facts that don't make sense. Um, Rhea Perlman, absolutely a straight gem. There's just no guy. She is plays Carla. Absolutely hilarious. Absolutely just a canon. And I love her. I love her on that show. Every time she gets in an argument or makes fun of Diane, she's got the quips. She's awesome. The writing is immaculate. Uh, and as far as I know now, as far as I've watched and everything, I'm, I'm going to finish it. It's the perfect show. I put it on when I, at the end of the night, if I watch something stupid or crazy, or even right now it's spooky season, so we're watching horror films, like, up, oh, and I watch a couple episodes of Cheers before I go to bed. Like, it's one of those. And I love it. Um, I don't know much more I can say about it. Uh, it it's the reason I'm going to own a bar one day, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like, because it just looks like fun, man, to have your regulars, have that clientele. You know, Which actually, is another great How I Met Your Mother episode. That How I Met yes, Your Mother did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should own a bar. Yeah. Why yeah. don't we? Yeah, let's start a bar. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's just perfect. Um, and of course, they add characters slowly throughout the years. Some people leave, some people come in, but you never feel like it. You know, you never feel like, oh damn, that person left because the shoes are filled uh, by great people. You know, like Christy Alley comes in. You know, later down the road. Um, uh, um, Kelsey Grammer comes in as Frasier a couple seasons in, which then they spin that off and has a Frasier show. There's a show, Frasier, which I haven't watched yet because I never finished Cheaters, so I didn't feel like I watched Frasier. But anyway, <laughs> and then Frasier's actually making a comeback, apparently. Um, That's a good show. Yeah, I've heard great things. I just have never watched it. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, I think it's 11 seasons. Uh, Paramount Plus has all of them right now. Um, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it runs from 1982 to 1993. So like, there is no technology, like you know, like in our day, the, the, these days. You're just kind of like they pull out dictionaries to solve problems and encyclopedias and stuff. So it's kind of fun, very, very fun, educating. Wait, very well just, I can't help but think once again, like there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother about that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. like they're in that bar going from pre phones to after phones. Yeah, like the, how the phone ended all bar arguments. Are, yeah, mm-hmm. they right. Another great they did scene. Yeah, they did do that one. And how they, <laughs> and then they did the one too where um, he promised his date he wouldn't look her up online before. Oh yeah, out. yeah. But then all his friends did, so they're trying to warn him. Yeah, that's red flags. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's yeah it, that's a great progression between those two shows. Let me think about yeah. it. But yeah. Anyways, um, I mean. Just fantastic. Woody Harrelson comes in in season three, I believe, um, which is he's fantastic in it. Um, but the guy who played coach in season one and two uh, was fantastic as well. Um, of course, I think he passes away, the actual actor did, between season two and three. That's why they break part of Woody. But um, anyway, a lot of top rated episodes, uh, and it closes out real well. Uh, the season finale, the series finale is called One for the Road, which I think is a great way to close out a bar, uh, bar TV show. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, yeah, that's that's probably between. I mean, it's probably all, like right now is my all-time favorite watch uh, is Cheers. Um, so just because how funny it is, I think also going back to that time frame, it just seems simpler. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else for us? Uh, yeah, I got one wrap up. Um, okay. you know, I was mentioning earlier is kind of do I talk about this one or Always Sunny? I'm like, well, I'm gonna talk about both. 
Uh, so one that kind of gets mixed reviews a lot is Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. So it's got seven seasons, um, aired in from 2000 to 2006. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's about this like dysfunctional family that is struggling in all aspects. And they have this amazingly gifted child that's just unbelievably smart, but you know, yeah, no resources to lean into that. Well, you know, the other kids are less smart. (laughs) And I don't know, it was was also, it had Frankie Muniz and Brian Cranston, who, despite all his, you know, breaking bad success, he's a hilarious comedic actor. And, you know, Jane, uh, Mac, Jane Kaz, Kazmarak, never know how to say her name right, but she's, she's plays the mom. She's wonderful. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because all these other shows, right, they had their struggles and their problems, but they're in all these perfect families, right? You got Full House or Family Matters or Home Improvement where it's like the family, everything's going good. Come on, kids, obey your parents. And mm. dun, 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 dun. And now you have this family where everyone's just, you know, the, the first episode starts with like Lois walking through the house in her bra because she's doing laundry, you know, just answering the door. Like, what do you want? Like, I'm busy. And just everyone's shouting at each other and yelling at each other. And the, the mom doesn't have dinner ready. Like it's, it's the first time I ever really saw like a oh, so like families can be normal on TV, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of hilarious episodes, great character progression, really well written, and um, one of my favorites. I mean, have you seen much of the show? I have. I think I, years ago I finished it. Years ago I watched the whole. I did. I've seen the whole thing. Do you have any favorite episodes that stick out to you? Man, it's been so long. I have to think about which ones those are. But um, I yeah, I have to go back and look. I don't. I don't off the top of my head. Well, I'll just talk about a few then that over, like yeah. kind of illustrate the show to me. With like yeah, one of my favorite episodes is like in season two. It's just called bowling, and it basically splits the the whole episode up with like sometimes split it kind of goes back and forth sometimes split screening it where it plays out if lois the mom had taken the three boys to go bowling for the night oh versus if the dad had taken them to go bowling and so it's kind of jumping between what would have happened and what would have been better for the boys um you know because it's like it was just i was just perfect the way it did it and the way it cut between them and how it handled everything because uh, if you're once again, if you haven't seen it, for those listening, uh, the mom is this really strict, shouting like, oh, "Listen to what I say, do what I say. I want the best for you, but I'm gonna like instill the best into you with fear and whatever." Whereas the dad was much more laid back and like, "Yeah, you know what's gonna happen is happen," kind of vibe. And uh, it just, it's, but he would get into these weird things, like he got him like competitive speed walking, or he's this incredible roller skater. It was just a really nuanced show with a lot of good layers. Yeah, um, ah, great layers, great characters. I was, uh, I do. I'll tell you this: I do remember the series finale, and it still sticks with me, like how she talks to Malcolm at the end. Like, yeah, so that was fantastic. Oh yeah, great, great summer. wrap up. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Another amazing, I think like it's like the second episode in the show. I think it's like they're going out for their anniversary dinner, and as mm-hmm. she's getting ready, 
she found out like one of the boys has completely destroyed her favorite red dress she was going to wear. Hmm. And so she ends up not making it to her anniversary dinner because she's using like psychological warfare on her three sons to try to get them to confess as to who destroyed the dress. And they're oh, good. like, no, hold the line. Nobody you talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's splitting between Hal, the dad, sitting at the restaurant alone, oh. Oh. <laughs> who who ends up having a wonderful evening, ordering martinis and having lunch with the having dinner with the maitre d. Like, <laughs> um, just incredibly well written episodes. If it has, if I had one flaw to kind of pick at with it, it's the uh, the older son. Um, man, why did I just blank down his name? Um. um that's uh, francis francis yeah right. so there's an there's three boys that live at home and then there's an older son francis that recently got sent to military school and so the show kind of kicks up to him at military school and that's fine but then as the season goes on and he gets out of military school he moves to alaska and works on a dude ranch it's like it, right it's like they could never quite they never wrote him in very well i would say he kind of um, showed up randomly here and yeah. there. Yeah. So. Or when they would make, it was fine when he came in to the home or when, when he got married to the, to his wife, Piyama, and she would mm-hmm. come like, that was hilarious with her and Lois, but the full episode where we'd spend like large amounts of time with him at the dude ranch was just, it took away a lot of what made the show great. He's like pulled away from the main family. They're just like, oh, okay, why are we yeah. doing this? And he's like trying to call the boys and help them out with something. But what they do like about the show, you know, there's always the bickering and infighting in the family. But if you ever were somebody from the outside trying to fight with the family and they all unified against you, oh yeah, absolutely fucked. Up. It was <laughs> the it was the classic like you can't uh, nobody hits my brother but me kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and they would just come out with fresh revenge. I was just thinking about that. I was looking at the, the episodes, trying to remember them, and I was like, Water Park. Like, when they yeah. just, they just, you know, it's uh, Malcolm and Reese getting, just start revenging on other people and making people's lives miserable because their life is miserable because somebody picked on, you know, Malcolm or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, you just get after each other. And it's just great. Like, the unity comes together all of a sudden. Yeah. But, uh, great show. Uh, great show. A little, very witty, very, I guess the word would be normal compared to like it's not like Full House is all upbeat and chipper and Malcolm Middle is all yeah. more like more like always sunny. Like if like yeah yeah. I mean, they're not they're not terrible people, but they're no. in terrible circumstances. Yeah right yeah right right right. It's more some realistic. of their own creation. Some just yeah. luck played. You know, luck was against them. You know, uh, like uh, I don't know. It's the outcomes of my own uh, my own actions. Yeah, so. Uh, but no, great show, great set of picks, man. I really, I really do enjoy that one. But I have to go check out that party down. Still, I'm putting it on my list. Absolutely, but... at least everyone out there, at least watch one episode. Like yeah. It, yeah, you'll know right away if it's it's your show because if you like episode one, you'll like the whole <laughs> series. Right on. And who doesn't right. love Lizzie Kaplan? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. When she shows up in Boy Meets World back in the day, man. Oh my God, that is her, isn't it? Uh huh. Uh huh. Holy crap. Yeah, Mountain Girl, Lauren, Lauren in the mountains. Lauren, Lauren. I always thought you should have gone for Lauren. Absolutely. Well, it's kind of I think Ted Mosley should have stayed with Victoria, but that's just me. You know, um, no, I agree on all these points. Did you know if if How Many Brother did not get renewed for season after season one, Victoria was going to be the mom? Yeah. So I would support that. Yep. 
Absolutely. Still do. Um, all right, y'all. Uh, I think that's it all for our picks this week. So, uh, let's first off, foremost, thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on all things social media. Uh, leave a five-star review for us on the podcast. Leave us a review. Share with a friend, please. Tell us about this. Tell us how you found us. Uh, you can follow us on X slash Twitter at This Week's Picks. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at This Week's Picks Pod. I'm more active on TikTok lately, posting um, stupid like one-off bets for the week and the weekend here and there. I'm going to make some more video content on TikTok as well, talking about shows and movies and stuff we, we reiterate here as I'm watching them, maybe. Maybe some reactions to watching new shows, new movies that I'll be talking about later. Stuff like that on TikTok. Um, but yeah, thanks for always. Uh, as that, we'll roll into the uh, all-day parlay or the dumb gambling thing you should not follow and Nix's pick to finish off and wrap up this week. But remember, the uh, dangers of excessive and stupid gambling, like following my picks. Uh Gambling, when done responsibly and in moderation, is a great form of entertainment. I make bets on these. Literally, I was talking to the wife yesterday. She was looking at my picks this weekend. She was, you only bet $2? I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing anything stupid. I'm just having fun with it. It's fun to see what happens, you know? So, uh, 2 to $5 on these bets. Don't wager your mortgage. I had a guy comment on TikTok. I'm putting my house paint on this one. I'm like, don't. Please don't. Please tell me you're joking. Because uh, it didn't hit. But anyway, right, don't end up in financial ruin ruining relationships or your mental or emotional health over a fucking set of 20 year olds playing a game. All right. But, um, that being said, a parlay for the next, for the week, Oh, the Saturday, um, October 7th, uh, we've got this right here and I'll probably repost this to TikTok on Friday the 6th as well. So we've got Colorado versus Arizona state. I'm going to take the over in that game, uh, which I haven't said, I think it's set at 52 and a half right now. Uh, Kentucky's running back Davis. I'm thinking it's over yards rushing against Georgia as he just broke off 200 something this weekend. I got the LSU money line, the USC money line, and the North Carolina money line to round round out that five leg parlay. I don't have the odds on it as the books are not that updated that far in advance, but that's what I'm seeing this week. That's what I'm looking at this week to make the play. Uh, if that's adjusted, I'll adjust it uh, on my picks when I post to TikTok. And of course, then we got Nix's pick. Which is the lock? She has a three-leg parlay this week for you. That's pretty much a lock. I say a lock. It's pretty close. We've got the Michigan money line, the Notre Dame money line, and the Old Miss money line for a three-legger. Or take any of those and make it a one-off pick. That's your lock of the week. But as always, appreciate you listening. Gamble responsibly. Have fun. Share this to the friend, Jason. Appreciate you for all your picks this week. All the effort. Uh, anything else for us, bud? No. Look forward to the upcoming subcategories. There we go. There we go. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything ideas you have or shows you want us to watch, please reach out on all things social media and let us know. But other than that, I'm good, man. You good? Yep. All right. Cheers, y'all. Thanks. Later.